2017. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you're ever going to need to listen to. I am H. Allen Scott. And I'm Carrie Doherty. And this is a podcast where we watch an episode or two of the Golden Girls, and then we talk about it. And we just watched season six, episodes 24 and 25. That's why I said two. Never Yell Fire in a Crowded Retirement Home, parts one and two, which aired as a two-parter on April 27th, 1991, and is the clip show episode centered around the girls reminiscing about Sophia, who might go to prison for burning down Shady Pines with an illegal hot plate. Wow. That it, I mean, it's like Law and Order in Miami. Wait, that was in LA. Dun, ba, da, ba, da, or that was in ba, New York. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> now, we've had a few clip shows. Yes. We've covered a few clip shows. I fucking hate them. And like the other clip shows that we've covered on this yeah. podcast... We're going to talk about kind of the main story and that like, the clips are based around. Basically, yeah. all, the new material versus, you know, talking we'll about talk all about, the old stuff. We'll that we talk about some of the old stuff, right? Like some of the highlights. Eh. Maybe. I mean, it's all stuff we've talked about. If there's something that, you know. Pops out. Pops out. But otherwise, it's all stuff we've talked about in past episodes. Trust me, I was doing a lot of research. I did a lot of digging about hot plates and stuff and... I sat, I've got a lot to talk about. I sat here and sang. <laughs> you did. You did sit here and sing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so a few other, I was, I was curious to see how many clip shows have been centered around, you know, Sophia stories mm-hmm. and uh, a few. there's, uh, there's one really, um, when she's going to live with Phil. Yeah. Season three golden moments where Sophia is going to move to New Jersey to live with Phil <laughs> and the girls kind of reflect on all their times with her and what life will be like without Sophia. Funnily, one of the clips, one, a moment from that episode, golden moments where the girls are sitting around talking about Sophia and how they don't want her to go appears as a flashback wow. clip in this episode that we just watched. That is meta. Yeah. A, a, a flashback of a flashback. A flash, well, it wasn't a flashback. Oh, yeah. It was like the new stuff. Okay, got it. It was the, you know, part of the new stuff that Still they shot. Still meta. Um, another clip show that Some they did was shit. season five, The President's Coming, The President's Coming, mm-hmm. uh, when George H.W. Bush was coming. And then still president during that episode, this episode, he was still president. Oh, I thought he's still president now. Oh, <laughs> it's no, like, no, no. Did you hit your head? No. Uh, and then, and then it's fun. Remember too, the girls have also done clip shows where it's not reused material from old episodes where they write new fun little like vignettes. Yeah. Um, and I noticed that on those episodes, uh, they centered them around like holidays, like uh, a piece of cake was the girls reflecting on different birthdays yeah. in season two. There's a Valentine's Day one. Yep. Season four, Valentine's Day. Where and they then, go to the nude colony. Yes. Love that. We should do that. No. 
Okay. And then season three, <laughs> they did Mother's Day, where yeah. they're reflecting on Mother's Day. Uh, and then one of those shows that reflected around Sophia was One for the Money in season three, where Sophia has a get-rich-quick scheme to make money from selling water. It comes yes. from the hose out back! <laughs> <laughs> we're rich! We're rich! Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that was just kind of a trip down memory, memory lane. Memory of the, uh, lane. Memory lane. Memory lane. Um, yeah. That's so, great. Good yeah. work. Thanks. Yeah. So, um, that Golden Girls wiki really served you well. <laughs> it's the wiki well. <laughs> so, there is a fun joke at the beginning of this episode where um, Rose says that her and Miles went to a Chinese German fusion restaurant. <laughs> and she goes, An hour later, Miles and I were both hungry. For power. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it's World War II guys history. Yeah. They were trying to. It also sounds know. like a joke that Miles would make as soon as they sit down at the yes. restaurant. Yeah. You know, it's just. It's a great joke. Yeah. But um, then there's a knock at the door. Yeah. And who is it? It's, it's my neighbor. It's your neighbor. Um, he uh, he plays Detective Paris from the LAPD. Yeah. You guys might know him as uh, He's Tom been in from Office Space. His name is Richard Real. Yeah, he lives downstairs in my building, and I see him often. I haven't. I wanted to see him before we recorded this, but I, I'm too afraid to knock on his door because I feel like that might be. Like, even though we're neighbors and we've chatted and stuff, and, like, we've even, like, sat next to each other at the local diner down the street from me. But, uh, yeah, I feel, I, I just feel uncomfortable knocking on his door. But maybe, maybe I'll be able to get 10 minutes with him at some point, and he, we would probably talk. Yeah, yeah. that would be fun. If you, maybe if you catch him in the hallway or something. Well, that's where I usually see him, yeah. you know, because he's just sort of around and stuff. But he's a very nice man. Very nice man. We've been neighbors for years, ever since I moved in. He must have lived in this building for, for many years. Ever since he tried to put Sophia away. Oh, maybe that's what he got. <sighs> maybe. Yeah. So, uh, so Detective Paris comes over and he's like, hey, yo, remember when Shady Pines burned down? Remember Shady Pines? Remember Shady Pines, Ma? Um, and uh, it's actually, here's a, a fun fact I got from the IMDb trivia page. Uh, the Shady Pines fire is said to have happened on September 4th, 1985. The pilot episode of The Golden Girls, in which Sophia moves in with the girls, it, having just escaped that fire, aired <laughs> on September 14th, 1985. <gasps> so we can assume that it took Sophia 10 days. And that's why the cab, <laughs> cab ride costs so money. <laughs> that's an amazing, that's an amazing breakdown. Did they say that on IMDb or yes. did you just come up with the No, it's cab? on IMDb. Okay. So I like to think that so it took oh my God. Sophia 10 days to, find to get out, there. You need to go on IMDb. We need to find out who posted that comment because we need to like thank them because that was awesome. You can't see who posts trivia. You can't? You can't. It doesn't say the username? No. Oh. It's just the trivia is there. Well, um, if you're listening, Golden Girls trivia, trivia person, guru. contact us. Thank you. Um, so Detective Paris uh, basically tells Sophia that um, a woman named Mrs. Hargrove yes. on her deathbed for some reason decided that she wanted to confess to burning down Shady Pines with an illegal hot plate. <laughs> she doesn't just confess, but she also ropes Sophia in and says she did it with me. Mm. And like, this is her dying last declaration to clear her conscience. That is crazy. By throwing another woman under the bus. Wait, so this is like six years later and that's what she remembers? Th this is her dying statement. And so based on this woman's statement... The, Mr. Detective Paris takes out handcuffs 
Yeah. Handcuffs to an 80-something-year-old woman. 85. 85-year-old woman and says, Mrs. Petrillo, you're under arrest. And then she literally grabs Dorothy like, don't let them take me. And Dorothy's like, oh, well, I'm like, mom, I Why can't. would you do that? She's not a threat. And she's going to walk with you. Like, you could literally just escort her. Yeah, you could. Yeah. So here's another thing. I, I was ready to to really dive in on on how accurate this would be in terms of how you know, investigations work and, and mm-hmm. being able to bring charges against someone. Yeah. Somebody already did it on IMDb for me. I'm oh. going to take their word for it. God, why isn't usernames available? I'm going to read this. Okay. Okay. C- can you do the... Thank you. You're welcome. The police case... Oh, shit. Sorry. Hold on. <laughs> That's Carrie's phone. I will say that... Carrie's Sorry, phone. it's my dad, guys. Hold on one second. You're answering? Hi, Dad. <laughs> I I didn't just call you. <laughs> guys, this is a behind the scenes look okay. at the life That's okay. of Carrie Doherty. Look how sweet she is to her father. That's the mark of not only being raised well, but also just being oh, fundamentally no, it wasn't a me. good person. See, she's humoring him because she doesn't care, really. But she's saying nice things because that's what a good person does to the parent. Remember, honor thy mother yeah, and I think father. It was, Not in yeah. a biblical sense, okay. but in a respectful All right. sense. No you know? worries. Unless I love they you, were bye. dickheads. My dad was a dickhead. We're back. Sorry, guys. We're back. I only <laughs> picked up because it's it's 1015 in Massachusetts. I just wanted to make sure it was okay. I feel that. We will all respect it. I said some amazing things while no, you were you doing didn't. that. I, I heard I you. narrated everything. I just wanted to make sure my dad was okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Can you do the bum-bums again? Sorry, guys. The police case against Sophia rests entirely on the deathbed confession of Mrs. Hargrove. With limited, with certain limited exceptions, statements by a witness who is unavailable to testify at trial are inadmissible hearsay, even if given under oath. A criminal defendant has an absolute right to face and cross-examine any witness called against them, and any testimony that does not allow for cross-examination can't be used. The Hargrove confession would have been ruled inadmissible at the first hearing and the case dismissed. Okay. So what this means... No question. Do we know if that is federal or state? Because if it's a criminal state investigation, then perhaps there are different state laws in Florida. Is arson a federal crime? I don't Let's know. Let's look this up. I don't know. Arson, a federal crime. Oh, well, it says, while usually a felony, arson may also be prosecuted as a misdemeanor, criminal mischief, yeah. or destruction of property. So we would have okay. to check Florida law. Okay, we're not going to go that deep. But what this means is that if Mrs. Hargrove is not alive, yeah. so therefore, on Sophia's tri- at, at Sophia's trial, yeah. she would not be... Uh, able to be cross-examined mm-hmm. by Sophia's attorney, the defense attorney, yes. uh, for cross-examination to also add, to try to basically discredit her story yes. or whatever. So therefore, her statement's completely inadmissible. Anyway, Sophia is still <laughs> arrested. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, she's charged also, also Italian. And Very out suspicious. on bail. Her bail? $5,000. $5,000. What is that? It was 1991. That's, that's like, like 15000 million. That's a million that's today. A lot of, that's like $8 that's million. A dollars. That's, a, that's a lot of money today. 
thousand dollars. I wonder how many bitcoins that is. Again, she's eighty-five. She's eighty-five years old. What the? F- you think she's gonna flee the country? Wait, fast forward. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I know. Jesus. I guess she is a bit of a flight risk because she does like you know she she doesn't tell people what she's doing. She goes out. She tells them she's getting a nectarine. She goes out. She has a whole fucking day where she like helps people with AIDS. Well, she leads bands. Yeah. She like bargains shit. Like you know people. I mean, I'm just saying. Sophia leads can is a double life. She's like the fugitive. She's like Angelina Jolie in Salt. Yeah. Yeah. You're exactly what I was thinking. So then a lawyer shows up. Herb. Okay, this lawyer, he's been in a bunch of shit. The lawyer is was played by Stanley Camel. Camel. Uh he was on a bunch of episodes of Monk. Yeah, yeah. He was on General Hospital. He played Cody McCall for you GH fans. Lucky Spencer in the house. I don't know what that means. Um, he was on 90210, Melrose okay. Place. Oh. He goes back. Yeah. Only on these two episodes of The Golden Girls. So he shows up and he's basically looking for character witnesses. Yes. Who are going to go in and be like, Sophia's a great person. This is moving very fast. I didn't think the court system moved that fast. I mean, they also say that her trial is going to be in a month, which again, I was like, this feels like it's all happening very good. It seems like they have some bigger fish to fry before getting yeah. to an 85-year-old woman. Miami, early 90s. Honestly, I, that detective should have just shown up and been like, you know what? It was probably an accident. Yeah, and the building's gone. Also, She's dead. Also, also, isn't it true that you can only charge someone... If there was intent, like if it was an accident, I guess you could still no, charge you someone, can do right? Something because if she had the hot plate, I, I don't know the law, but if she had the hot plate there and it was, it was, and she signed like a contract with Shady Pines, which she did. Dorothy I'm, would have signed it. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know what I'm saying. Then, and she went against the rules, then technically she could be held liable, I guess, for that. I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. Yeah. Just a writer, comedian. Live have you ever burned anything down? Yes, actually. I have a very funny story about burning something. Have you told it on the podcast before? I don't believe so. I don't know. I don't remember what I said yesterday, let I alone do. what the I do. The listeners do. It's yes. so funny. They're like, oh, yeah, you've said that before. You know, guys, I'm sorry. That is the life of a stand-up comedian. We repeat things all the time. That is You're true. just going to have to deal with it. Um, but... I, when I was a, when I moved, so when I was a kid, we were poor as fuck and we, POF, were, yeah. yes. And we, we ran into a little bit of money. And so we moved into this big new house, right? PAF. Was, yes. I don't know. <laughs> we ran into this big new house and I was like 14 and my room was downstairs in the basement and I had some candles burning to make the room smell good and stuff. Mm, sure. And uh, my, my the new carpet, I mean, everything was so new in this house. We had just moved in. And my older brother, Jason, who has cerebral palsy, he, and I say that for a reason in the story, he came into my room, I guess, looking for me and he left the room and he tripped, as he as does, on the rug in my room and it kind of jarred the desk where the candles were and the can- I, I, this is what we assume happened and the candle went on the ground. Oh. I walk back into my room, flames, Whoa! flames. I mean, not like, whoa, your backdraft, but like, you know, it was, it was enough to be like, oh, I got to act quick. And yeah. so I took like a roll of paper towels and like I beat it out because that's what I had because we were cleaning <laughs> stuff, and stuff. But then the paper towels were on fire. So oh, I ran yeah. to the bathroom and I threw the paper towels in the toilet. Okay. And the whole, like from my room, there was this big burn mark on my bed and this new carpet mm. and on the desk. And then there was like ash everywhere as I ran into the kit. And literally, I just like destroyed the house within a week of living in it. So how did you get the fire out? I beat it with the paper towels. Oh, so that got it out. It but got then it the paper out. T- the paper it transferred yes, the fire exactly. to the paper towel. Everything smelled of smoke. I mean, wow. it was just fire. 
And now it took me a long time to be confident around candles. As you see, I am. I'm back yeah. to being confident because yeah. I'm a 35-year-old man. Yeah. I've learned my lesson that was 20 years ago. But you it know was what? a frightening, jarring moment. If you were, you're very brave. You did a great job putting that fire out with those paper towels. If, if it, in the moment yeah. you realized that the fire was too big to put out, you could have stayed in your room and just done a bit. I mean, today, if it happened, yeah. you could have like Snapchatted it, where you could have pretended to have been Rose living in the apartment <laughs> with Charlie that was literally burning while you know they were what, living in it. What it was ironic about, not ironic, but was sort of a coincidence about the whole thing is that we literally, like literally, we live next door to the firehouse. Like the firehouse is our yard. Oh. We see it across the way. Oh, yeah. So if our house ever burnt down, that fire, everyone would be fired at that firehouse. Right. Because like, <laughs> what like, excuse do you have? You, you can't save a house that's next door to you. Anyway. <laughs> You've made a funny face. <laughs> um, so Sophia, ugh, this part breaks my heart. She's like, she can't remember if yeah. her and Mrs. Hargrove, who never gets a first name, uh, burned it down while making s'mores on yes. the hot plate. She's like, I can't remember, but I must have done it. I'm you going to prison. You know, <gasps> this was the first episode that I truly noticed Sophia reading off cue cards. Really? I don't notice it a lot, oh. but in this episode, I could see it very clearly, oh, especially at the very end. Oh, I didn't notice. Yeah. Um, so Dorothy is then sitting on the couch with Sophia, um, and she's wearing earrings that look like big, thick paper clips. Really? Anyway, just if you guys happen to watch the episode, just check out Dorothy's paper clip earrings. They're nice. <laughs> a little silvers. I, we don't have a lot to comment on in this episode, so I commented <laughs> on the earrings. Sophia says she's going to jump bail and move back to Sicily. I mean... And that's the end of, the, of part one of the series. Yeah, she's a flight. She's Roman Polanski. Now look, I try to look up the extradition laws between <laughs> Italy and America. It's, it's, it's got to be loose. It was, I could not... I'm, I'm sure it's just like, yeah, you can be extradited. But well, every article I found was all the legal terminology and it made my brain hurt. Well, no, so, but what about that young... Um, Amanda Knox. Amanda Knox, thank you. It's like you just knew what I was thinking. But... She was in her, her crime occurred in Italy. That's right. So it, it might be different. Whereas if you're like if she came back after the crime to the U.S., I guess the U.S. would extradite her back to Italy. Right. Yeah, you're right. Um. Anyway, mm, if you yeah. guys know about extradition laws, or if you've let ever, us know in the you comments. Know, murdered someone and got extradited back, and then you're free now and you've served your time and you want to message us, please do. I would love to hear your story. So I wouldn't want to be your friend though. Sophia <laughs> decides. So then we get into part two, the part two episode. Yeah. Sophia tells Dorothy she's not leaving. Yeah. She decided not to go she to Sicily. She reassures her. Yeah. And then as soon as Dorothy leaves the room, she's like, bye. Bye, bitches. <laughs> Going to Italy. She picks up her wicker bag and she leaves. So then in How the kitchen. How did she afford the flight? Well, all, all that money has been spent on her bail. Well, as we learn later, she tries to she tried to use Dorothy's credit card. Mm -hmm. So now the women sit in the kitchen and they decide to play detective. Okay, right. Well, first off, can I just comment? Blanche's nightgown was gorgeous. Great, gorgeous nightgown. Great, best of the bunch. What, what did it look like? It was purple and floral and just very just looked very different because Blanche wears a lot of like. You know, Miami colors, like a green and a pink and the beige and yeah. the whatever. So like, This was like a deep This was deep. This was deep. There was deep like purple, a purple with a rain print. Purple? It was a print. It was very nice. Is that what puce is? Purple rain. Purple rain. Oh, Prince oh, just makes me feel so sexy. On, like I just listen to him and I just like feel like 
Oh, I'm so I like to hot. imagine that Prince and George Michael are somewhere together just singing. Really? Yeah. I don't think they're friends. Oh, I think they're friends. No, I don't think so. Anyway, the women decide to play detective. Yeah. Rose... Rose Rose is very good in this episode. Rose is the only one that actually really plays detective. Rose is like the citizen sleuth in this episode. Yep. First, Rose asks Dorothy if she knows of any circus fire eaters. <laughs> That's as far as the women get, because instead of investigating, they just start reminiscing about the time <laughs> they sang Mr. Sandman to that screaming baby. Which is amazing. Then they decide to eat cheesecake and just, just reminisce about how much they love to eat. Here's how the women should have investigated. All right. <laughs> First, they need to put together Sophia's defense, right? They should have asked Detective Paris for a signed affidavit of Mrs. Hargrove's statement, right? Mm. Then... You looked all this up, didn't you? No, this is me. This is how (laughs) I would investigate it. Because the women didn't do it. Like I said, they sat around reminiscing, even though they were like, let's be detectives. And then they didn't do it. Then what they should do is go to Mrs. Hargrove's doctor and get a signed affidavit detailing her mental state, mm-hmm. whether she was mentally capable of That's making a great honest point. statements. Never thought about that. Okay. What they need to do, they need to get down to Shady Pines, interview other witnesses who were there. Shady Pines is gone, right? Well, burned down, but then maybe the maybe they're at Cypress Grove now, right? Well, some company must have owned Shady Pines as well. Sure. Figure out whoever was at Shady Pines when the fire happened Get written statements and signed affidavits from mm. those people. Ask around. Is there anybody else who might wanted to have seen the place get burned down? Right? We okay. Later there was. Did the police have the hot plate in their possession? <gasps> no. No. <gasps> evidence has been lost. Like There's the no physical yes. evidence to back up Mrs. Hargrove's statement. These no. are all the things the women should be doing. No glove. But you no. must acquit. What's the line? If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Yeah, if it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Mm. Yeah, we won't go mm. into that one. Mm-mm. But, but it's similar situation. They couldn't find the weapon. It's the burden of proof is on the prosecution. Yes. Anyway, while the women are sitting around, the phone rings. <gasps> they caught her. Tri- they caught Sophia trying to buy a ticket to get out of the country. I mean, <gasps> and the women all rush out. That's fucking rad. Now, since we're watching it on Hulu and there are no commercials, the women rush out in a panic literally when when the da, 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 the music comes back they all calmly walk into the kitchen laughing she's <laughs> like oh, can you believe my mother tried to sneak out and buy a ticket with my credit card her chef's night got caught going through the scanner <laughs> and it's just the women laughing and then they sit back down and then continue to reminisce and tell stories <laughs> instead of investigating or instead of being like Sophia just tried to leave the country. Let's maybe talk to her about that. You know what? They, 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 the girls could have really taken some like advice from that documentary, The Keepers, on Netflix, where the two. Well, but you know, the two women, also citizen sleuths, the amateur sort of like retired school teacher and stuff. They, they could have, they could have done that. And also, Dorothy should have been into this because we learn next season Dorothy is an amateur. We know she is. She's like an amateur sleuth herself. She solves the case of the Libertine Bell. Yeah, she should be all about. This. She was the original true crime addict. She created true crime. Mm-hmm. She knows Jessica Fletcher. Yes. They did Mame together. We'll always be buzzer buddies. Because we need a little Christmas. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's our own flashback episode to our own annoying moments. Oh, God. <laughs> so, Rose, God bless Rose. Rose finally does some detective work. Mm hmm. 
She gets a hold of the fire inspector who very inspected smart. Shady Pines. Very smart. Very smart. Very I hadn't smart. thought of that. She says that he quit three days after the fire. Suspicious. He mysteriously came into some money Ooh. and moved. Mm. He was in on the take. Now. What does that mean? I never, I mean, I know what it means, but it's such a weird sentence. I think in it on means the take. that he was paid, he was paid to keep his mouth shut. So whoever mm. wanted to burn the place down. So like the fat guy in Jurassic Park, Newman. Yes. He was paid to steal the shaving cream and then he was going to deliver it and then well, get the, paid yes, off. Well, yes, the dino DNA hidden in the shaving cream. Yeah, and then get paid off for that. Yeah, dino so DNA. it was basically like someone wanted to burn the place down, mm-hmm. probably the owners to maybe get the insurance money. Mm. And they went, Which hey, smart. fire inspector, yeah. tell, say that it was arson caused by a, an illegal hot plate so we can mm. collect the money and that it wasn't intentional arson. Yeah. So that's where they... Have you ever scammed an insurance company? No. My mom suggested I do it once, but I didn't. Good for you. Thank you. I think I told the story on this podcast before, actually. May Oh, yes. I believe you Did have. I about my computer and the TV. Yes, the you thing. have. Leaving at the airport. Yeah. Yes, I have. Sorry, guys. Yeah. See, that one I stopped myself. That's you guys good. should be proud. You did. Yeah, yeah. You, you stopped yourself. <laughs> um, now people are going to be like, wait, I don't remember that story. I have to hear that story. No one's going to be like that. Well, you're going to have to go back to listen to every episode. Sorry, um, guys. One time I <laughs> tweeted, uh, I tweeted, uh, I call my boyfriend my partner in crime, but that's only because we commit insurance fraud together. And like some insurance company tweeted at me. They were like, hey, what you're doing is illegal. You definitely. And I was like, I was like, wait, what? It's illegal. And we got into a whole thing. Anyway, oh, it made me laugh. Funny. I was like, that's actually a good joke. I, like I was it. like, I mean, right. it's, a little, it's a little dad joke for you, but it's funny. Well, apparently it wasn't funny enough for someone to think that I was joking. Well, if anyone is going to confuse that joke, it would be someone who's an insurance agent. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. So, um, so the women all realize, hey, this guy's probably in on the take. Yes. Now, instead of deciding how they're going to use this information, the women go right back to talking about stuff that doesn't matter. <laughs> Blanche is like, let's plan a pretend to go to prison party. And I'm just like, guys, <laughs> Rose just gave you some incredibly valuable information. Focus. Call the lawyer. Well, speaking of the lawyer. Yes. He comes back. Hello. Herb. Herb. Now, Sophia is still going to trial. And Herb is like, I mean, unless we can get something to discredit her. And Sophia's like, you know, how about a video of her like mooning a hot dog cart guy? And he's like, oh, yeah, that would discredit her. I'm like, if a woman moons a guy, that does that mean that she would lie about it? I just don't understand how that would discredit her. Maybe if she's caught lying about something else. For, I don't know. It, that confused me. Anyway. Then Sophia starts to remember yes. what happened. Which okay, that this day. bit, this bit, I'm sorry. Like, this is the cheesiest, worst writing of the Golden Girls I think I've ever seen in my life. Well, she Sophia starts to remember what happened and she says it was the heater. Yeah. She remembers like seeing smoke and fire, it was the heater. Smoke. Fire. Heater. And the the her lawyer goes. You dig up that hot plate and we'll go to the DA again. 
Sophia could just go out and buy a hot plate from yeah. anywhere. Or just bring any hot plate and be like, this is the one they said burn the place down, but I have it here. Because Sophia's like, I remember I smelled smoke and I grabbed the hot plate and ran out. I love that it's the hot plate that she grabs. Yeah. Like, not photographs of her children, not her blood pressure medication. Uh, but I don't know how, I don't know how that works. Anyway. <laughs> um, so then, and now I think this is the part you're talking about that kind of annoyed you. Uh, they're tr- they're like Ma. Just think, where's the hot plate? And then you hear like beep 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 beep. I smell beep, smoke. Beep, it's coming. Beep, that's beep, that's the smoke beep, alarm from Sophia's beep, room. How the beep, fuck are you beep, gonna know that beep. from in the living room? I know. Have you ever tried to identify where the chirping of your carbon oh monoxide God, detector that annoying. needs a new battery there is was coming a, there from? There was a chirping next oh door in my, my building, like at the next the building next door to me, and and I like I. I, I honestly, they they let it go for like a day, and I all everyone on this side of the apartment, my apartment complex, was going insane. And I just read an article because in Cuba, there's um there's the the thing that happened at the U.S. embassy. There was about they think that microwaves have been tampered with, and there are sound waves that that people are hearing, but they can't identify, <gasps> and it's causing them. And and there's and there's evidence that like hearing that kind of sound, that buzzing. There's like in India, this happened where something in a community there was a buzzing and it drove people to like nausea and insanity and like like people were going crazy because of this sound it can actually drive you insane wow yeah it can like lead to murder whoa because people you get to the point where like it just won't stop imagine that imagine hearing oh a yeah buzzing. my dad has tinnitus oh yeah from bombs going off yes, around him exactly yeah. wow yeah, so he sleeps with a the, TV. The on. dad that we heard from earlier in this yes, episode, whose call I took because he's my dad. And I will say, I said some very good things. You should listen to that epi- that mm. part of the episode. Oh yeah, I'll listen to the episode for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yes, it's always so hard to tell what room it's coming from. But good on you, Blanche. You've got great ears. Yes. Um, Cat ears. So Sophia realizes they realize that it's the hot plate that's in her room that she has plugged in, and she goes. Anyone for s'mores? (laughs) End of episode. Not yet. Oh, no. Then they come back home. Oh, that's right. All is fine. It sounds like she still went on trial, question mark, or if she, no, maybe they just went to to the DA. She probably had to show up at court, and she probably had to be, like, officially. Can you imagine the district attorney of Miami being like, next? Yeah. And they come in, and he or she's like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. (laughs) Like, is this really what I'm... This is what you're putting in front of me. An old lady may have accidentally left a hot plate on that burned down the retirement home that she was living in. That was, uh, you know, they were all living under very poor conditions. This is what you've brought me. Yeah. Annoying. It upsets me. Yeah. Anyway. It's it's a waste of everyone's time. But I do like uh, when Sophia talks about why she was scared. She was like, not of jail, but not being able to like see you girls all the time. And she goes, maybe you're not much. But you're all I've got. Oh, I love that. Sweet. Maybe that's you're not sweet. much, but you're all I've got. It's really sweet. And then um, all four of them squeeze in on the couch, and uh, they're all trying to remember smart things that Rose did over the years. And as the camera pans from one woman to the next to the next, no one can remember a single smart thing. <laughs> she literally just that saved Rose the day. Has done. She literally just saved the day. That you know, is the smart thing they should have recognized. You know what? Off the top of my head, I came up with like seven smart things that Rose has done over the course of this show. Please remind us. 
Rose confronted a dentist who sexually assaulted her. Point. Smart. Rose installed a toilet. Oh, that's true. Rose correctly identified a UFO. That's also true. Rose ripped her stolen teddy bear from the arms of a selfish piece of shit sunshine cat. That was a fucking baller move. Yeah. Yeah. Rose took in a pig. I mean. Smart. Really? Rose wrote a letter to Gorbachev, successfully getting him. Gorbachev. To successfully getting him to rethink nuclear disarmament. Mm, and, And received a phone call from, well, she thought from President Reagan when in reality it was Sophia's impersonation. Yes. Finally, the smartest thing Rose has ever done was killing Frida Claxton. Oh, thank God. I'm sorry. I didn't hear one of the women complain when she did that because they all hated her. Hated her. Anyway, what other smart things do you guys, uh, can you think of off the top of your head that Rose has done? Leave it in the comments because I feel like I definitely, this was just off the top of my head. Yeah. There were so many more smart things. So many. Rose saw talent in Count Bessie the Showbiz Chicken. (laughs) Yeah, true. She She was the only one. Yeah. Anyway, that was the episode. That was the episode. I mean, it's I, I'm not a fan of the clip episodes. I don't really. I mean, some of them I like. They're I like, a little hard to cover. I like the Mother's Day one. I well, guess. and those are all new, yeah, new vignettes that yeah, we're seeing. True, but some of the clip ones, things. I don't know. I just think it's kind of lazy. Um, but not a bad episode, all in all. I mean, I, my neighbor was in it, so I can't complain too much. I have uh, like six degrees of of Golden Girls. I have one degree. Yeah, you know, here That's in my, impressive. I live with one degree. So that's pretty impressive. You guys can't say that. Um, I lived with 98 degrees, the CD, for a couple years when wow. I had it. That, do you, do you, and you feel proud of saying that? I'm just, we were throwing degrees around. Okay, got it. That's that bad joke. Um, so, yeah, not a bad episode. I mean, my golden takeaway from this episode is to, um, like, like I, I, I don't really know what a hot plate is. <laughs> <laughs> you say this just now? Yeah. Like, I don't, like, I, I have an idea. Like, I get it. I guess it's something that just is warm. So I'm showing you, I'm pulling up a photo of what a hot plate is. But like, is it just like, and you put a skillet on it and then like, it's like a burner? Yeah. It's almost like a, a portable burner. That seems mm-hmm. like a waste of space. I mean, um, you could take it camping. I've it was obviously. never been camping. I have no need for it then. I have no need for it. Um, or maybe theirs was a hot plate that had actual flames. Like it was gas. They have ga- those. Well, I mean, how else were they making s'mores? I guess they could have been making them on a hot plate. That would get very sticky and messy. Eh, they're old. They don't care. Yeah, and, and you, if it is like you can just like, and it's on a skillet or something, you can like just make yeah. like take the chocolate yeah. off before it bleeds over. Yep. and then put the marshmallow on it and let yeah. the heat from the yeah. Mm. Oh, I love. But, oh, but I would love a s'more. I, I was just gonna say that mm. I'm gonna I'm going to meet a friend right after this, and I think I might try to find a s'more. Good for you. I don't know where I would find a s'more. So sorry, your golden takeaway was you um, don't know what a hot plate is. Yeah, I'm learn what a hot plate is. <laughs> okay, that's my golden takeaway. Um, <laughs> my golden takeaway is um when your friend is in legal trouble and you say you're gonna investigate and do some detective work. Yeah, maybe do some detective work and don't just talk about how sad you're gonna be if your friend goes away. Maybe like try to prevent your friend from going away. That's such a good point. Yeah. That is like, that's a valuable point. Mm. Um, and you know what? Don't discount the rose in your life because Rose saved Sophia's life. Don't discount the rose in your life. How to save Sophia's life. Nope. I think you should just like have stayed. Kept it's it late. I, it is late. But we have something very exciting to announce. 
We're having a baby. That's not that's the first not, time I've done that. That's not what we're doing um, either. <laughs> but so, a little bit, we're having a, a baby of love because the next episode we are watching, A, start, like, first let's just talk about the episode. We've been waiting for this moment. This is one of Carrie and I's favorite episodes. It is such a fun, fun episode. Carrie, what episode are we watching? We are watching the season six finale, Henny Penny. Oh, my God. <gasps> it is so Good. It is so good. I can't even like I it's I literally I think like I've been waiting for this episode for so eagerly awaiting this episode. Yes. I mean, it is such a good episode. Oh, I love it. And because it is such a good episode, we had to have two very, very, very special guests. We've been teasing it. Are we finally going to announce who it is? I mean, sure. I think we should. Ready? Yes. OK. It's Elliot Glazer in Alaska Thunderfuck. <laughs> I figured I would just do it real chill. Of course. Yeah, Get no. Get it right out. Elliot, uh, Elliot Glazer and Alaska Thunderfuck will be on the next episode where we all sit together and we watch the Henny Penny episode. And it is, not only is it going to make up for this episode being a little short, it's not really that short, but uh, but because the next episode is going to be like 90 minutes of us guys. It is. It's a long episode. It's a, it's a long we episode. we go deep into Henny Penny oh, and... Hey. And you know what? It's our end of the year episode. Yeah. So we kind of just talk some Golden Girl stuff in general, too. Just we just had a lot of fun with them. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, the conversation's a little all over the place at times in a fun way. It's ridiculously all over the place. But, I mean, but I always, you guys know, every time we go off track, I always get us back on track. That's how I do. So <laughs> we go off, we go off track so much in this next. We recorded it last week, guys. So that's how we know what we did. Um, it, we go off track so much in this next episode. It's actually kind of fun, um, but you might find it annoying. But for those, <laughs> for those who do not like the short episodes, including Alaska, who said, oh, "Yeah, no, I do not she like those not, short episodes." She was not. Um, hopefully, this will make up for it. There's a lot of quoting. We There's give you so much Alaska singing. quotes. Oh. Oh my God. It was so much fun. You guys are going to have so much fun. And also, um, speaking of Frida Claxton, uh, uh, Alaska portrayed Frida in a recent Golden Girls Live moment that she did in San Francisco. And if you are in the Los Angeles area next month, she will not only be in Golden Girls Live, uh, which is which is uh, a show that's just sort of historic here in, in Los Angeles. She's also doing her own Golden Girls show at the end of the month at the Rockwell. I believe it starts on January 20-something. We'll post all of the details Yes, so that show, um, Alaska's solo Golden Girls special show, will be Monday, January 22nd at the Rockwell. And you guys... Here in Los Angeles. Not only um, should you go to it, but you should go to it because... Both Carrie and I will be there. Yes. And you can meet us if you've never met us. It's going to be kind of like a uh, out on the Lanai fan meetup slash let's all go support Alaska. So mm-hmm. we really think, what was the date again? January 20. Monday, January 22nd. Yes. And at the Rockwell in Los Angeles. It's and we'll right. Post, it's on Vermont at the Rockwell in we'll Los Angeles. We'll post tickets on our Facebook page and on Twitter and, and all that good stuff. You guys have to go to the show. It's going to be so much fun and you'll be able to chill with us and we'll have a drink afterwards and stuff. It'll be great. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And uh, that's also going to be the end of the year episode. So that episode... We're not going to tell you when it's going to go up, but it's going to go up earlier than you're used to. We'll say that. And uh, and then we'll be back the, in the new year mm-hmm. with season with seven. With season seven, with the final season. With the final season, yeah. So wow. I know. It's exciting. It's sort I of, know. but it's also bittersweet. I know. But I'm sure it's going to be like what the girls felt when they started season seven. 
because Where they B. Arthur knew Arthur was, was like, I already have one foot out the door. <laughs> B. Arthur's <laughs> like, I'm just cashing in checks at this point. Yeah. <laughs> you want me to go to a murder mystery? That's fine. Fine, I'll do anything. One more season, residuals, I'm good. That's a horrible B. Arthur accent. I yeah, just did. I feel yeah. like I really did her we, a disservice. Yeah, we were really disrespectful. That we should just let Alaska be. Yeah, Dorothy, and like shut the fuck up. Anyway, guys, anyway. this has been out on the Lanai. Yeah. Thank you so, so much for listening, for telling your friends and family about the podcast. Thanks for all of your wonderful messages on Facebook, Twitter. Keep them coming because they bring me joy they day do. in they and day out. They bring me joy too. And if you guys want to donate, we have a lot of things in store for the season seven of this podcast. And there's a lot of, there's a live stuff. There's a lot of projects that we're working on with some really amazing people. And so we would love for you to support the podcast so that we can afford to do some of these things and maybe even come to your city. Uh, go to outonthelanai.com slash donate. Or you can set up, um, you can do a one-time donation, or you can set up a donation with Patreon and do monthly donations. And you guys can, if you want to go to outonlilanai.com, <laughs> you guys can just learn more about the podcast. We're also on Facebook, facebook.com slash goldengirlspodcast. On Twitter, we are at goldengirlspod. Follow us everywhere. And I'm H. Allen Scott on everything. I'm saying it very dramatically like Barbara Streisand would sing into the microphone, head in the air. And I am Squid Eat Squid on Twitter. I am Squidzy on Instagram. Carrie didn't even move to say that. I she didn't. was not as dramatic as I uh, was. And this week, uh, this Friday on the IMDb show, we did a really cool uh, female filmmaker centric episode. So if you guys want to check it out, you can go to imdb.com uh, on Friday. I'll also post it on my social media. But we talked to Kay Cannon, who's an amazing, hilarious writer who wrote all three Pitch Perfect movies. I do a little thing about the 10 year anniversary of. Juno and talking about Lady Bird which is an amazing movie if you guys haven't seen it and it's really fun That's so great so check that out on Friday I'm also a female filmmaker you are yes I wasn't featured in that episode though and it's fine I, I have do you identify as female I'm very busy look me in the eye mm, no I can't you're wearing glasses and they're blinding me because uh, yeah. I'm so pretty yes Yay. <laughs> and remember <laughs> guys as, as always, always stay golden. golden and start getting excited for the next episode. OMG, 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 OMG. OMG.